Shalom Aleichem and a good Erev Shabbos, dear friends. We're in Parshish Vayishlach, Yaakov Eden is heading back to Eretz Yisrael, and he sends the following message to Esav. Ko Amar Avadecha, Yaakov, this is your servant Yaakov, says the following, Im Lavan Garti, I've dwelt with Yaakov, Vo'echar Ad Alta, and I've delayed up until now, now I'm coming back. Rashi on the spot says, What does it mean? Im Lavangarti. Lona Asti Sar. I did not become a, uh, a ruler, Vichashuv, or an important dignitary. Elegir. I was just a, so- a sojourner. I was a, a foreigner over there. So therefore, so it's not worth it for you to hate me. Al brachos avicha shebirachani, because of the blessings that your father, me, our father Yitzchak, blessed me. Have a gir that you should be a powerful one over your brother. Shaharei loin niskaimabi, because this was not fulfilled through me. I didn't get to be heavy gevir lachacha. So therefore there's no reason for you to be upset with me, for you to hate me. Alternatively, davar acher. Garti is numerical value 613. And that means to say that the whole time that I lived with love and harosha, I kept 613 mitzvahs. And I did not learn from his evil ways. So the Gurari here in the spot is very bothered. Why is Yaakov Avinu saying this? The, that uh, seems to be disparaging his father's blessing. And saying that, look, it was a bunch of not, nothing and that nothing happened. It was a bunch of hot air. So um, so there's nothing for, me, for you to hate over here. It's not a honorable way to speak about his father and the blessings of, uh, that, that he received from, from Avram that he passed down to him um, it can't be such a thing that Yaakov Avinu would disparage the brachas of Yitzhak so he says rather um, that, that that's what that's what the Davar Acher that Rashi brings us that uh, I kept the Taryag Mitzvah means to say that the brachas that our father Yitzchak gave me of Vayitein Lachai Elokim, Mital Hashmaim, Mishmane Haaretz, Mirov Dagan Vesirosh, all those brachas, they're not predominantly really speaking about physical blessing. Rather, they are speaking about a spiritual connection. That's what Yaakov says. He says the two points. Number one, in love and Garti, that you see that I did not become a big, powerful, rich, famous person thanks to that bracha. That's number one. Even though Yaakov did become rich, but that was, as Rashi will bring soon, that was through flocks, which are not included in the bracha of Yitzchak. So, um, that didn't work out. And, and, and rather, you see, what happened was is that, is, is that I was righteous. I, be, I got to become a tzaddik. And says the Gurari, that's what Yaakov was telling Esav, is that the brocha is not like you think. It's not a 
bracha of physical power and dominance um, and physical wealth. It's rather all of these concepts have um, allude to and speak to deep spiritual concepts. Obviously, it's no coincidence that there's ten of these brachas um, that Yitzhak gave to Yaakov. So the ten of them speak to the to a ten-tiered system of spirituality uh, of connecting to Hashem. Uh, that's that's uh, that's that's one approach Gary takes, and then he, or he says, or alternatively, if you want to keep the two of them separate, so then um, what he meant, I mean, the two answers of Rashi separate. So rather, just in the first answer that you see, it wasn't this kaim in me. Yaakovin didn't mean to say it wasn't this kaim in me. It wasn't fulfilled in me. The bracha of, of our father, and so it, it was all nonsense. It was all kind of nothing. No, Shalom. He's saying it wasn't fulfilled through me. But it will definitely be fulfilled through my, cho- you know, in my children, my children's children. But um, you, Asav, you wouldn't care about that, right? The only thing you care about is for yourself to be powerful and rich. That's really why you're so upset. So you see, this bracha was not a bracha that was uh, necessarily going to be taking effect right away, as it has not with me, and uh, so having some sort of a bracha down the line for your children. I know you, you're not going to be so upset about that. So, lo a B. It wasn't fulfilled in me. I mean, not that it's not something that will be fulfilled ever, but it will not. It was not fulfilled in me. And so, again, it's not worth it for you to hate me. And the obvious question on both of these answers that the Gwari says is, me What do you mean? How can you say such a thing? The Pasuk says, so, you telling me that actually it's not talking about um, all these, you know, having power and, and, and wealth in this world? That, that's what the Pasuk says. You want to say that it also contains some sort of a spiritual, deeper underpinning? Fine, but you want to... Take the Pesach out of its straightforward meaning, and that's not what it's saying, that's very hard to accept. That's number one. And number two, the second answer is that uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't fulfilled through me, but it's okay, it'll be fulfilled through my children, but you're not going to care about that. Where do we see in the brachas at all an allusion to the fact that it's not meant to take immediate effect, that it's only something for down the line? And, you know, and how much down the line is it? Is, is there... Is there a, it's like a, a time bomb, like me, after three generations have gone by, then all of a sudden the thing will get activated, there's a time delay, why should it be, Yitzhak gave Yaakov a bracha, it's not fulfilled through me, but it'll be fulfilled through our children, through my children, where, where would that be coming from, why would that be the case? So, um... The truth is that if you if you look at the Gemara brachas, daf nun alaf amud alaf, so the Gemara there says brings a brings a brisa that says there's ten things that we that we have to do with the kosher bracha, hadacha, shtifa, chay, mole, etc. Um, and then the Gemara lists what they all are, explains them, and it brings Rabbi Yochanan who says v'anan ein lanu ela arba, and we we only have four of them. He lists what they are. Then the Gemara goes back to explain what they are and how the different Amorim did 
seemingly uh, all ten of them. So that Gemara, the whole Gemara is very perplexing. In fact, the tremendous uh, tumult and, and the discussions in, in, in the Rishonim and in the Poskim, what to do, Halacha Lamaisa. Baraisa is telling you that you have to do ten things with your kosher bracha. Uh, and, and then Rabbi Yochanan seems to be arguing in the Baraisa and saying we only have four, and then the Gemara resumes discussing all ten of them, what they all are. Or maybe not all ten of them are mentioned in the ensuing discussions, so maybe the ones that are mentioned in the ensuing discussions are meant to be done, and that's not like Rabbi Yochanan, but the, whichever ones were not mentioned, there we will go with Rabbi Yochanan. Very, very difficult sugya. <coughs> So the Maral in Nesiv Avoda has an absolutely beautiful explanation for the whole Sugya, where he explains that Rabbi Yochanan is saying that although the, there are ten things that should be done with the Koshal Bracha, and those ten things correspond to the ten Brachas that Yitzhak gave to Yaakov, but currently, in exile, where Rabbi Yochanan lived, this was after the destruction of the second base Hamigdish, under the Roman oppression, he was saying, we only have, currently, being fulfilled in our lives, four of these. Four of them are, are being actualized. But of course, we still have all of them in potential, and therefore, whenever we make a kosher bracha, we should recognize that, and um, do all ten on it, which is why the Amoroim then go on to elaborate and explain what they all are and how they would do them. But Rabbi Yochan was just saying a concept of how many of these brachas are being expressed in, our, in, in his world, in our lives, uh, under the Roman exile. Um, so this can be really used as a opening for us to get a much better understanding of the Gurari. The in many times we've spoken about the concept that there is a spiritual reality and there is a physical reality and the two of them have an interplay that when, uh, for example, a person receives a judgment on Rosh Hashanah of being a tzaddik, so that him up for a tremendously powerful flow of life and blessing into his life from upstairs but then that has to interact with the world down here and if the person is very very elderly very frail uh, etc then even with all that bracha it's not going to help uh, it'll help a little bit maybe but, it, but he, the person may still end up getting sickly being nifter um, so, so there is, it's not a black or white system where if you get a bracha, so then of course it's going to happen. No, if you get a bracha, it means there's a brecha, it means there's a flow coming from upstairs to you. That's what a bracha is. But then a person has to have the necessary vessels down here to receive that bracha, to be able to uh, actualize it and have it, have it come about. So there's no question that the pshuto shilmikra, in the ten brachas that Yitzhak gave to Yaakov, is that these will be actualized, and potentially even in him. Um, 
But the way that it works is that Yitzhak Avinu is setting up a bracha. He um, is connecting Yaakov to really deep spiritual channels of flow that are going to be that are going to be that have uh, all ten of these aspects to them. And this is how the bracha is going to come into his life, and this is how he's going to have. Those unbelievable brachas that Yitzhak gave to Yaakov means he connected him upstairs to certain, to, to these ten types of shefa, of, of, of uh, flow uh, of spiritual connection. Now, all else being equal, then those should play themselves out with these ten physical results that uh, th- that they speak to in our, in, in, in our language um, of being powerful, of being wealthy, of uh, all, all the ten brachas. But that's what Yaakov is telling him. Yaakov is telling him. You, you understand, this is primarily not... It, it's The way it works is that it was set up spiritually. It's a bracha. It's a bracha is a spiritual connection to Hashem. That's what it means in Lavangarti, number one. I, since I was a ger, it wasn't a skyim in me. Because it's not a direct, here, here's a briefcase with a million dollars. Rather, it's a spiritual connection to Hashem is what Yitzhak gave him. So he's saying, being there's a spiritual connection to Hashem, so since I was a ger, since I was a sojourner in that land, so it didn't uh, come to fruition. But that's irrelevant, because I kept Taryag mitzvahs, and that's the, and that's the root of the bracha. That's, that's what the bracha did for sure, meaning in, 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 in spiritual worlds, we definitely have all ten of these brachas. But Rabbi Yochan is saying that under the Roman exile, not all of them can be expressed, only four of them, the ones that have to do with, with Eretz Yisrael directly, those are being expressed still, because Klausel was still living in Eretz Yisrael. Well, eventually, when Klausel left Eretz Yisrael, even those seem to have stopped. But uh, but the other six of, of regional dominance and, uh, and uh, significance and power, those... Um, those uh, could not be actualized. So Yaakov is telling Esav that you're thinking that this bracha is handing somebody uh, a, a briefcase full of full of money and power. So that's why you're so upset. But you should know that that's not really the case. The bracha that Yitzhak Avinu gave us, gave me, the, the bracha that he was planning to give to you instead he gave to me, was a bracha that was going to be connecting that person who's going to receive the bracha to Hashem. It's a bracha of tzitkas, of closeness. Now, it can and it ought to play itself out in the physical world. And that's what the second pshat that the Gurya says, is that, e- that eventually it will. It's not in me, in my children or my grandchildren. At some point, that spiritual power will find a way to express itself. Right now, I'm a gear. Right now, I'm a sojourner. Right now, I'm on the run from, from you, from Eliphaz from Lovon, so it can't express itself. But it will at some point express itself. It will find that expression, and that's, that's what it means, you know, in, in my children, my grandchildren, it'll, it'll be expressed. But you, Esav, you're not looking for that. You're not looking to have a connection with Hashem uh, 
which um, may or may not bring financial wealth and prosperity. You want the end result. You want the financial wealth and prosperity. That's not what this bracha is. So it's not worth it for you to hate me over it. That's the beautiful Shakalitaria, beautiful discussion that Yaakov sent to Esav. And something that we all have to remember. Of course we want to have prosperity, health, wealth, power, children, and all the other wonderful things in our lives. Of course we want that. But we don't want it the way the Esav wants it. Where you just want the result without the closeness to Hashem from it. No, we want these things because they are brachas from Hashem. And to a certain extent, the primary aspect of it is the closeness to Hashem, is the, is the bracha itself, even if it cannot be actualized in the physical world. Someone like the Chazonish was very close to Hashem, but he never had children. doesn't mean that he didn't have the, the bracha up there, the hashpah to be able to have children, but for whatever reason, it couldn't, actualize, it couldn't be actualized. That was his mazel. Not to have children. But the, the point is not about the result. It's about the closeness to Hashem, which often brings about the result. But if not, says Yaakov Avinu, that's alright. Because I still kept Tariyag Mitzvahs. I still got that closeness to Hashem. And I know that for my children, for my grandchildren, at some point they will be manifest. Like David Melech says in Tehillim, Nar Haisi Gamzakanti, Lora Isi Tzadik Nezav, Vizaro Mivakesh Lochem. So the Forsham explained it to see a Tzadik Nezav that he did see. I mean, a Tzadik who's having a hard time, he can't. But that his children are walking around asking for bread for the next generation, that he didn't see. Because the point is, since a Tzadik is close to Hashem, he does have that bracha. So, the chances, so, so okay, so with him particularly, maybe there was a, some other reason why he had to be poor, he had to have these difficulties. But eventually the bracha is going to come through, eventually his children are going to be wealthy, are going to have that closeness to Hashem, that comes through all these wonderful brachas. Because Hashem, we should all be people that have nothing but bracha in our lives, but more importantly, that that bracha should be an expression of Tariq Mitzvah Shamarti, of keeping all the mitzvahs, of being close to Hashem, and having that connection, and that that connection should be expressed in all the ten brachas that Yitzhak gave Yaakov. Good Shabbos.